Welcome back, everybody. It's been a uh, about a month, I think, since we've been been on here. Uh, been busy. Weather. Uh, a lot of things went on though. Uh, national title game for basketball was played uh, last Monday. Uh, Tigers are back. Frozen Four with Michigan. Uh, sadly, going down. And then uh, the spring game. Uh, we'll first start off, I guess, with the Natty. It's uh, kind of the furthest thing out from all these other than that in the spring game. But national championship game down in New Orleans. It was awesome, at least on my part, to be there. A uh, hell of a game uh, between a team that no one really thought was going to be there with North Carolina and then a team who won it, obviously. And I think was probably – when we came into the tournament was out of all the one seeds between them and Gonzaga with the, we're the weakest of the two. And, but everyone was wrong. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Natty dad? And, uh, so, I mean, so you know, it was a great game and, you know, I had, I had four or five brackets. I don't remember exactly what I had, but coincidentally enough, I had Kansas and Carolina in the final four in one of my brackets. And that was actually though my lowest scoring bracket. Um, I didn't have either one of them advancing to the championship game. I forget who I had uh, in it, but um, I think Arizona. I, yeah. Anyways, I, I don't remember, but it was a great game. Step back a little bit. Uh, the Duke Carolina game was, was amazing. You know, probably a top five game that I've, I've watched. And then, um, you know, the national championship game uh, dis didn't disappoint. Um, kind of disappointing that uh, Carolina choked away such a big lead, but uh, uh, Kansas proved to be uh, championship worthy. And, and you know, I think that's one of those games that if it went, went on uh, two more minutes, five more minutes, um, you never know because I forget, but. Uh, there was an insane amount of lead changes, 15 maybe in like six or seven ties, um, you know, kept you on the edge of the seat, but you were there in person. So what, what, what was your perspective? I mean, it's obvious can't, uh, Kansas didn't come to play like right off from the start. They got lucky. I mean, they, like you said, North Carolina, I, at halftime, I was like a little disappointed, like right. low key that at that point I'd went because I mean, I. It's not like I. It's not like I spent like an unannounced un load of money on tickets, but. It. I was like, man, I could have just watched a blowout from home, and. I went for a good game, and at halftime, like, oh well, I'm here. But I was a little, I was a little upset. But uh, the actual game, I mean, like Kansas, I mean North Carolina, came out in the first half and pretty much played. Like, Flawless basketball, in my opinion. Like, I mean, that's that's how they got up. And right. Kansas didn't. Kansas turned the ball over. Kansas couldn't make shots. Um, I don't know what happened in the Kansas locker room at halftime, but I could tell from the first minute of the second half that this game probably wasn't over. Because, I mean, they got it down to like a 10-point lead in, I think, the first minute and a half. Yeah, just like that, and you know, same thing. I thought, oh, you I know, this five, isn't. You know, five minutes they were back in it with like two. Yeah, we game got a ball game, you know. 
which which is always nice you know when when it's not your team it's it, it's even uh you can appreciate it even more um you know when it's your team and it's a tight back and forth ball game with all the ties and and lead changes it's nerve-wracking right and you you get i don't get so high strung anymore but you'll work up a sweat pacing when if that was michigan playing <laughs> playing uh carolina or kansas uh so really fun game to watch you know you you texted me maybe 15 minutes before tip off and you were amped up just about the energy in the building and you yeah know, it wasn't the energy in the building the energy outside the building um at the little fan fest um i was i mean i had my michigan gear on but i was talking to multiple people from north carolina fans and yep. joking around with them and uh, Kansas fans. Uh, I mean, it was it was a great atmosphere to be at. Um, I mean, basketball being at least playing wise was one of. I mean, it is my favorite sport. Period. Um, and to watch, I mean, it's definitely college basketball is definitely number one, number two up there. Uh, it was just cool to be at something like that big. I mean, seventy thousand people watching a basketball game. That's not an experience you get to experience, but probably once a year at that. Because I mean, yeah, you get the you get the final four at the whatever football stadium it's at, but usually that doesn't draw the same amount of crowd Natty does. And that, I mean, I think it was sixty nine thousand five hundred or something like that. So I think I'm pretty sure that if it wasn't, it was damn near a sellout of the Superdome. Um, yeah, and that's big. That's a that's a big place. It's not twenty thousand Chrysler Arena, you know. Yeah, um, no, I didn't. Three, three times that, you know. It's it's a lot of uh, uh, similar to. I even forget what they called it, but when we went watch the hockey game at the big house, you know, um, it was. Oh, you were you were pretty young, big, maybe ten, big chill, ten or so. Big but, chill. That was the big chill. Big chill. Yep. There you go. Um, you know, that was uh, obviously, you know, middle of winter. It was cold. I remember I had my Carhartt bibs, Carhartt bibs on and, and coat, and you know, we hunkered down and had a good time. But uh, uh, atmosphere is, is what it's about, especially in, in, you know, quote, unquote, I guess, any more amateur sports, college sports. Um, and, you know, you get a lot of people, I, I would guess 10 to 15,000 those people probably didn't have a horse in the race. You're just there, um, you know, for the experience and the atmosphere. And, and uh, I think, you know, tickets, tickets come down to a pretty reasonable price for a championship game. Dude, I was going off that real quick. I was pissed that I didn't wait longer. Yeah. I looked at tickets right before, like right before, because we left here. I got off work at four, came home, showered and left at five. And uh, tickets had dropped substantially more. Like, I could have got pretty much the same tickets I had for like fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah, I was like, son of a bitch. But and, you know, no that's still a good time. But that's that's the that's the name of the game. I waited until seven hours before tip off. Right. Before I actually bought them before I decided I was going. Um. The only reason I did is because I found those tickets so cheap. And, I mean, tickets were cheap even just to sit up in the nosebleeds. But I didn't – I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Never mind. 
going back on the game real quick. Did you see when Armando Baycott was injured, it turns out that the floor had actually given out and that's why he got hurt there with um, a minute and a half left or whatever it was. Yeah, when it was a one point game, it was seventy yeah. to sixty nine at that time. I think there was actually thirty four seconds left when Armando Baycott, which Armando Baycott is an absolute monster. I think final four game he had twenty two rebounds or something like that against Duke, and I think he and at halftime yesterday at halftime of the Natty he had eleven. I don't know what he actually finished out with that game. Nineteen, I think. Um, fifteen. Uh, yeah, I, it was that was definitely. That man is an absolute animal on the on the basketball court, and and I like to see him go down. Cause I mean, he got hurt against Duke. Yeah, he got hurt against Duke in the Final Four. Hurt, yep. hurt that ankle, but um, see him go down there with 34 seconds left with pretty much the same injury, and then to find out, I gotta find this article real quick. Uh. And if to go down because of the floor being the problem. Wow. That's, you know, that's too bad. Like I said, he, he tweaked it against Duke, right? And, yeah, and I and then retweaked it there. And I, right then I, I, I thought that Carolina's chances were over, but I hadn't, I hadn't really uh, seen him play. I, I did catch a little bit of the last regular season game between Duke and North Carolina, but, I don't really remember him being a factor when I when I watched it, um, but man, he was impressive in the, in the semifinals and the finals, and uh, just just dominated uh, the game, you know, when when he wanted to, and um, very impressive. Yeah. Okay. So going back, um, what? Yeah. What I just said. So now I haven't I haven't seen an article since. I think three or four days ago, and I did just look it back up just to verify. So this was posted by Chris Butler. It was the the floor buckled underneath Baycott when he injured his knee. Fortunate situation for him and his UNC teammates. NCAA needs to make sure this doesn't happen again. And there was there was another article, but um, apparently after I'm going to assume different investigations. Uh, Final Four court had no loose floorboards where UNC star her ankle per manufacturer. So, I mean, then that's on multiple different articles. So, I mean, that's what I'm seeing there. All right. So he's a, he's a junior, I believe, right? And yeah, he, you know, five-star guy out of Bradenton, Florida. Um, and, you know, the problem, like, that that could have cost that kid millions of dollars. You know, you, you cannot have that happen. And I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I, I know for a very long time, 25, 30 years, that's a, that's a Michigan company that does the hardwood floors. They, they do it for, for all the big events. Uh, they're in the UP. I can't, I can't think their name, but, uh, uh, man, that's uh, you, you like to see that stuff decided on the court, and you know, injuries are part of the game, but yeah, if that's true, that's uh, 
that's crazy. I'd be I'd be pretty frustrated if I was if I was him in in Carolina for that matter. You know, you, you never know what's going to happen because Kansas definitely at that point did have the momentum. But you know, like you said, it was a one point game and uh, one point game. It's you know, it's basically a coin toss with with that amount of time left. Who can make their free throws and and hang on to the ball? You know. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you see, I mean, you see what happened, Michigan. I mean, not Michigan. I'm sorry. Uh, Kansas stepped out of bounds with whatever right. three seconds left. I mean, everyone. So where we were at, we were kind of under the second. Uh, we were underneath the second balcony, the first balcony going up. So yep. we couldn't see like the scoreboard or like anything higher than that. We could just see the court. Like all that, so we had to like the TV had the scores on the scoreboard for us, and like that was right there. But they, uh, but they did that, and like everyone was confused, like when they reviewed it because they, no one knew what was going on. Because we were sitting just far enough away where you couldn't see that. At the, we were at that weird angle on the court, right? Where you couldn't really see the lines. Um, and it just said official review, but, but no one figured out. But everyone was looking it up and. Everyone's on their phones in our section trying to figure it out, pulling up ESPN. And I said, then he stepped out, and I was like, that's that's kind of where I was like, oh, no, this is that Final Four game and how it's going to happen. Yeah, as so, soon as they went out of bounds, I thought, man, Carolina's going to get at least tie it up and, and go into OT, you know. I was just yeah. waiting for that buzzer, that buzzer shot and um, – you know, that would have just kicked it up another couple notches. Yeah. Like I said, all in all, it was a great game. Um, cool to be able to experience it on my end. Uh, but uh, basketball season's over. You know what that means. That means one step closer to football being back. Michigan football being back is – I think that's – the spring game was last Saturday, right? Yeah, last yep. Saturday. Yep. Uh, lot, I think there was a lot of good that came out of it. Um, in the Mays versus Blue spring game, a lot of a lot of young names got their talent out there, got their names yep. out there. I mean, it is obviously a scrimmage. You can't. I've never really been able to judge a bunch off of like team scrimmages like that because you aren't seeing first stringers or first stringers you're seeing a combination of everybody um but one yeah. one name oh, go ahead go ahead one thing i would say is my my main one thing i wish we would have seen more of was was cade I mean, I mean, they only gave him four drives, two with each team. I mean, in my opinion, I think he, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, just so we can actually see like how he's flowing with the new offenses. But then, then like I said, you got that. You don't have the number one receivers just working with him right. the whole time. Number one running backs. I mean. Before I go too far, I got I got a few things. I'll let you give you a little basis of the game. Yeah, so, so the spring games, you know, I, I think I think they're 
they're really useless to you know as to see get a real feel on anything because like you said the first are with the seconds and the thirds and and you know Cade like you said quarterback both teams um I think that says a lot about our 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 backup quarterback situation that he probably doesn't feel real good to give somebody a chance to win uh you know with with JJ out um because Harp, you know what my biggest takeaway from that thing was Harbaugh looked relaxed like he was having fun um you know carry over from last year and I, I don't know really what I expected but um you know with a lot of changes right and you know a he lot had of his, changes whole am I going am I leaving am I staying whatever and to me it seems like he he would feel the pressure a little bit but like he was telling refs to make calls and laughing and joking when he did it I forget what there was something that was borderline that he did just to give the the team that was behind I forget who it was Maze I think that was behind anyways he gave them something to you know to kind of give them a chance it was a gift and and you know, a couple of players from from uh, the opposing squad that they were giving him shit, and he, you know, he's laughing like it was the funniest thing he ever seen in his life. And so, so it's good to see him. I think that's a good sign that he seemed to be relaxed and and have a good time. And and you know, he, he kept things um, kept things moving, but didn't seem to be too too overly serious about it. You know, there was a nice balance there. So one thing to go back to basketball, I'm thinking about it. Uh, I, I heard the other day, but I can't find anything on it that, that Hunter Dickinson's coming back. Uh, uh, there's, it's all rumor as of now. It, it, and it is. That's, that's but, what uh, I've heard. I read that too the other day. Um, you know, I, I think, I think that, uh, that's probably it'd be, it'd be a good decision. You know, I know on a, it might've been the last podcast, a couple podcasts ago when we were talking in the tournament, um, I thought he might be a lottery pick, but, um, I, I've, I've rethought that and I think I was wrong. So, um, now I think if you're not a lottery pick, um, you know, if you don't get that feedback from the NBA, um, that you, you shouldn't go. So, uh, we'll see, but back onto the spring game. Um, you know, so much of that is scripted because they want to put their guys in new, you know, different scenarios. And there, there's just not a lot that you can take away from that other than it kind of feeds you football fix to, to get you through to, uh, you know, the end of August. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's more, I mean, I think that's why, obviously that's why the university does it. That way you can at least see the team, um, why all schools do it, uh, a few things, on my end, at least Darius Clemens, freshman. Yep. yep. Look, is one, he's huge. Two, I think he's definitely going to see some playing time this fall. Um, well, I mean, our, our wide receiver room is insanely packed. Um, I mean, you have, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying it is. I mean, you have Ronnie Bell coming back. Andre Anthony coming in as a sophomore after, I mean, kind of had his games last year here and there. We had good Michigan State. He had a good game. Um, Ronnie Bell, Andre Anthony, Cornelius Johnson are all back. Yeah. Um, I mean, the offensive, defensive lines both look 
both look good. I mean, like you said, it's kind of hard to judge that off of uh, not playing together, not playing someone else. I mean, I kind of wish for a spring game, I've, I've kind of always thought this, that they were to play like a – like an uh, another pretty much another university and just kind of play with the same rules kind of like how in the nfl they do their their joint practices with other teams um if they were going to do an actual spring game i i think you would benefit more just to do that but i get why they don't right um and i think the quarterback situation i mean i think the offense is as it always is has been Forever, it's going to be as good as with the quarterback. Whoever the quarterback is, is going to let him, whether it's Cade or whether once J.J. gets back healthy, J.J. beats him out. Um, could see either happening. I mean, I'm comfortable with either of them. And that's probably the first time I've ever said that in a long time where I don't, like, I mean, other than last season, I'm comfortable with – either quarterback starting and thinking we have it still have a chance to go win it all and not just win one game, win a few games, lose a game, win a few games, lose a game where we know we're going to do that eight, nine and three or right. Eight and four season. But I feel like Caden or JJ could take us to another big 10 championship game, another playoff. And I, I'd be confident with backing that for either of them. Yeah, me too. You know, I think, you know, JJ's obviously more athletic, got got the bigger arm, um, you know, can scramble, move around the pocket a little bit better. But Cade is a solid, serviceable quarterback. And, you know, JJ's the, the shiny object, right? And, um, you know, we, we always do that at Michigan. Um, you know, I know other fan bases do it too, but um, I, I'd like to see JJ. I do think that he's the better option, but you know, uh, it's hard to you can't pick apart what what Kate done last year. You know, you just can't. Uh, Big Ten championship, uh, you know, find, uh, made the NCAA playoffs, beat Ohio State. Um, sure, you know, sometimes his his play frustrates you, frustrates you, but you know, especially in the beginning of the season, our receivers didn't help him out at all either. Um, you know, they look to be more in sync and have some timing down uh, towards the end. I, I do think there's a lot to that adage. If you got two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Um, I really thought that we'd probably see Cade hit the transfer portal this year. Um, you know, that hasn't happened, and, and maybe the injury has something to do with that. Maybe not. And, you know, the, see what you want about him. Um, I think all the way around, he's kind of kind of a little bit goofy, nerdy, however you want to call it. But, you know, the kid's a competitor. And, you know, like I just said, it's it's hard to argue with, excuse me, the results that he had. So um, I'm, I'll, I'll be really comfortable um, with them too. You know, I like I like the bombs, the Hail Marys, uh, you know, kind of like the long ball in baseball. And, and I don't think that he has the ability to do, to get that consistently done. But you know, that's, 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 uh, not the game so much anymore. Anyways, I just love that, that ability to go deep and, and, 
for sure, JJ is a better, better option for that. All I'm saying is uh, Tom Brady didn't win seven rings by going deep. And, and, and absolutely. And, you know, this is it right now in college at the same point in their careers. That's exactly who he reminds me of is Tom Brady. You know, Tom, Tom Brady and then he had Drew Henson and very similar things, right? Because there was a lot of pressure because Henson could have went and played baseball for the Yankees, which he eventually did. Um, you know, after he kind of was in the NFL with the Cowboys for a year or two, and I think he actually went somewhere else for a little bit. I don't remember, but um, there's a lot of similarities in the way they play at this point in their careers. Uh, and I'm not saying by any means he's gonna he's gonna be the next Tom Brady or even a, a you know a solid NFL quarterback, but um, every game I, I've been reminded of Brady, you know. 25 years ago. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I didn't watch Brady play that early, obviously. Um, <laughs> right. But, uh, so I can't, I, I mean, that's out of everybody. I mean, I would take him more back to, in my time, I obviously watching Michigan football, I'd take him back to like more, if I had to compare it to somebody, it'd be like a Chad. <laughs> um, Chad Henney did have that arm. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, Henny reminded me a lot of Brady, too. But Henny definitely out of everybody. I mean, obviously out of everybody. I mean, gosh. I, no, no, I'm not doing this right now. I almost went down the road that we went down the other day. Um, I, I mean, Cade's probably number two behind Henny in the past, since 2006, since Henny's been here. Devin Gardner at the end. Right. Only, only, only people behind him would be like Stephen Three, Nick Sheridan, back from like 2008 from hoax, not hoax, from Rich Rod's first season. Oh right. wait, wait, let me let me throw John Trashcan O'Corn in there too. Yeah. But uh, you don't want to argue this time. You, you don't want to argue with me. You don't no, argue with me. You, no you were all big and you were you were all big and bad over text message the other day. Okay. Can you throw a, like a poll up on our page and? It, this is what we need to do. We need to throw a poll up. Maybe we'll get some engagement out of it, too, of who do you think the best quarterback was in the last, whatever, 15, 20 years? I promise you, I promise you, Devin Gardner might end up there once. It's because you'll put him up there. All right. So here's the deal. I, I know how to make it. I, I, I can make a poll on Facebook. Yep, we're going to make a little bet, and you're going to put a poll. Uh, but you can you you don't even dare pull some of your bullshit and just like start going on different Facebook pages and voting for him. I don't have different Facebook pages anymore. I did it I'm, one time, but there's many, 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 I'm not, many years. I'm ago. not saying you. You're gonna make Becky go do it. You make Miranda like, go. Like do Like you're it. not gonna do the same shit. That was your idea. I won't because I know I'll win. Okay, so you gotta find a ways to cheat. All right. So here's the deal. The loser, the very next following podcast, has to do the podcast in a dress. No, I don't have a dress. Sorry. I'm not nope. buying one either. Brittany does. No, she sold out hers. Right. Whose dress are you going to wear? Becky's. The fuck you are? You ain't fitting in that shit. <laughs> I'll make it work. 
We're just going to have uh, to keep her from the waist up. <laughs> then it's pointless to wear a dress. <laughs> no, we, but, need, we need to come up with something. We need, we need to do that because uh, I, I think that yeah. we would be both surprised. And, and you know, I do believe, uh, you know, Devin Gardner really got – he was mismanaged. Uh, Trash can. Badly. And, Trash. He, you know, he had some problems with injuries and uh, moved the receiver. Didn't really pan out. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. We're, we've had a lot of okay quarterbacks. Um, the last real great quarterback, I think, probably is probably Henny. Um, and even he didn't translate well in the NFL. I think he's still playing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get that poll up. But let us know what, what you think we sh- what, what the bet should be. Um, if you got any ideas that are not too crazy, we'll we'll take those into consideration. If not, Hunter and I will come come up with something that's makes everybody laugh. Hopefully, yeah, for sure. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. So. So football. before before we move on yeah. to the next topic, real real quick, I'm gonna read next year's schedule. And you tell me what you think it's going to be way too early prediction. And then I'll uh, either agree or disagree. Uh, Colorado State, Michigan. Am I, you said you were going to read the whole schedule. Are you reading it or you want me to tell you who's going to I'm going to go. Yeah, now you tell me, then I'll read game the Game by one. game. What's that? Uh, Michigan. Obviously, that's a win. Yep. Michigan, Hawaii. Win. Michigan, Connecticut. Dub. Michigan, Maryland. Can, can I just make this easy? No. Win. Okay. Already, I've already I've been looking at the schedule for like two since last season. So Mich- Michigan, Iowa. That's where I think is that on the road? I believe so, yep. Is that Kinnick? That is it is on the road, yep. If we were to lose a game before Ohio State, it's, it'll be that game right there. And I, I agree with you. Indiana's a win. Penn State, uh that's that's at the big house. So um, we always murder them. I'm betting that that's going to be our night game this year. Um, uh, Michigan State could be. I'd, I'd be shocked. One, it's, it. it's November 1st practically. And two, you know, you never know. That. What do you mean, man? We had, a night, we had a goddamn night game against Minnesota like November 20th, the year I left to join the military. It was right. my last Michigan football game. It's the last season. And they, how'd that work out? Oh, it was cold it was and nasty. What a nasty! It was cold. Okay. It just rained and we got delayed by two hours. But oh well. It made Rutgers it even is a win. Nebraska makes me nervous because I think they end up winning three games last year, but I think they're the best three-win team in NCAA football history. Scott they Frost, the fraud. And get fired. May, maybe I, I don't like him. I think he's a dick. But uh, I I think that they may have turned the corner if they don't this year. I just think they're a dangerous team. Illinois, garbage. Uh, Ohio State, uh, that's at the at the horseshoe. Um, and right yeah, now I'm, I'm going to pick them because I'm a homer. But, uh, you know, probably need a good five or six games from both of them before you could really make a, a fair, educated prediction. Yeah, both yeah, teams have some changes. 
between Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, you have coaching changes, I should say, with they got a new defensive coordinator, some new uh, assistants, and I mean, we got the new defensive and offensive coordinators. Yeah. I mean, so you know, that's that's one thing that tells me that that the Ohio State coaches believe that that wasn't just a fluke that they're like oh shit we need to we need to make some uh changes because you know not necessarily that, that we've surpassed them but it's a little bit more of a level play level playing field and and you know i, I thought they uh you know their their reaction show, showed some concern and maybe it's just an overreaction because you know they've they've dominated us for the last two decades basically um but yeah, it is what it is. But I think right now, not knowing what injuries come or anything of that, anything less than ten and ten and two would be a disappointing season. Yeah, like I said, I think other than other than Iowa, I think we we win every game up until Ohio State. Um, yep. I don't see us losing. Well, and, you know, as much as I hate I mean, to maybe say, State, you but... can't. You can't count that you can't disregard Michigan State um, even though you know for the most part their, their program's trash um, they're going to be a seven win team you this know year. we're their Super Bowl every year and and I, I just don't think you can count that as a as a victory right off the bat because oh yeah but weird is going to happen um, it seems to happen during that game yeah Ah, Michigan by a thousand. Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say something, but that kind of just got me sidetracked. Okay, so. Anyways, uh, you know, under the next thing, I guess Frozen Four, right? Michigan lost to Denver. Denver ended up winning it all last night. Michigan Denver lost. Ended up winning it all last night, and something I didn't know until the Michigan game. There's, uh, I don't know if you remember the name Mazer. Uh, Yep. Local kid, uh, place for Denver. Local, local here, and uh, um, played a big part in in their win. Um, you know, I got a lot of friends on on social media that are friends with um, uh, the family and 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 know them well. And, you know, kids who who played hockey with him growing up. Um, so so that's pretty cool. It's always cool to get. Uh, some hometown hometown action on on a national stage like that, and uh, you know, once Michigan lost, didn't have a horse in the race, so I was I was cheering for them to win. Yeah, I seen it was I was on while I was at work last night, um, catching bits and pieces of it. And I like said, at one point it was one to one. I looked up and it was like five to one, and I was like, and that was all in one period. I was like, okay, well, but I mean, yeah. Uh, the game the other night, I mean, it, it was a great, great hockey game to watch, great hockey game to see. Um, I thought all of our team, I mean, we did pretty much all we could do, except when we went 15 minutes into overtime. I mean, I kind of wish that NCA. I mean, I get why they don't, they don't want, but I kind of wish NCA would do kind of how the, NHL does and 
do the five minute overtime period and then go into shootout. Shootouts, I love shootouts as a as a fan. Shootouts to me are exciting. It's that one v one, whose goalie's better, and I yep. think um, Portillo would succeed in that situation. I mean, we 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 had control when we were in the zone. We had three or four opportunities where we could have won. Uh, won the game. Uh, Boudreau had the breakaway that he he got right off. He hit it just barely off the end of his stick and ended up going right right to the uh, goalie's chest. Um, could have won the game in overtime. We had three or four opportunities to win. And really that, that one shot that they had there to win it, that went in, was their biggest. And you know, really their only opportunity. They had one or two little small opportunities here and there. But that was their biggest opportunity, and they paid it off. And that's why they moved on, and we didn't. We couldn't make the payoff shot, so we needed it. Um, they give hell of a hell of a game to their goalie, um, too. Uh, and now, I mean, I did did read now. I mean, all of our players, because I don't know if you remember, four of our five five people, or four four people on our team were four out of the five top draft picks last year. Out of the top five draft picks, Michigan had four of them. In the NHL draft last year, uh, from Owen Powers to Blankenberg, I can't remember who else it was, but uh, we were definitely set up. Oh, oh, well, I just asked you a question. That makes sense. I didn't. I wasn't looking at. I wasn't looking at my camera. I was on another page and. So I'm just sitting here having a conversation with myself. Anywho, how long have you been gone? That's my question. Like like 10 seconds. Uh, Becky was outside and food in the oven. The timer kept going off, so I just went and pulled it out real quick. Oh, okay. Anyways, I'll go back to where I started. So I don't know if you remember last year, we had four out of the top five draft picks. Yep. Uh, I think we had one, two, three, and five were all Michigan players going in. Uh, I mean, they also—they've uh, all signed, right? Uh, from what I've seen, um, Jacob Portillo, uh, the goalie—he's staying for his for another year. I mean, he's a great goalie, so it's cool. Six-five, big, big build. I mean, as we know, Michigan hockey. I mean, they're 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 an elite program up there. I mean, obviously, they have. I think Denver winning last night was their ninth title, and that tied us for most overall in championships. I mean, we're, we've always, were a blue blood program. I mean, right up to Minnesota, Minnesota state, Denver. Um, there's another team, uh, Boston. Uh, I mean, all this cold weather. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously this is, well, I mean, we were in the frozen four back in 2018 year. We went to the final four. Um, Michigan seems to always be there. Haven't been able to get there. Haven't able to, been able to win it since 98. I think that's I think right, yep. 98. Um, kind of getting sick and tired of my teams getting, like, this close. I know we talk, talked about this the other day. Between Michigan football, Michigan basketball, Megan Cincinnati, making the playoffs. Uh, Michigan hockey now every year going to the – every time they go to Frozen Four, lose. Um, yep. Tigers, 
my my years. Um, getting like this close, this close to a championship and yeah. And you know, on one hand, it proves just how hard it is to do it. You know, you get get a lot of respect for like um, you know your Alabamas and your New England Patriots and you know the the teams that dominated. You know, the Red Wings had a hell of a stretch, um, twenty years or so where. Uh, what they get five cups? Uh, I forget. Uh, I, I so, forget. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm so this, like, but, you know, from maybe ninety-five ish to two thousand fifteen, so, something like that. I mean, we were in twenty. I mean, we went to twenty-six straight playoffs until right. this really shitty drought so, that we're on and, right you know, now. That, that's just, just hard to do, and you know, so they're they were officially eliminated from the. Getting off topic a little bit, but from the playoffs last night, shocker um, the trash. Our defense is horrible. Yeah, but you know, Stevie, I, why go get some defense? So no, we going to bounce back around a little bit, back and forth here. But I, you know, I believe in Stevie. Why you know he's. I do too. They're they're still uh, reaping the benefits in Tampa Bay from when he left. Um, but you know, I read an article the other day that. Uh, Illich, Chris Illich sat down with with Bob uh, Wojnarowski from the Detroit News. I've, I've never ever seen uh, an owner from any of the teams, uh, you know, in, in Michigan, sit down and do a, an interview with a writer like that that was as open and as honest. And you know, he talked about how painful the rebuild was, and you know, uh, Tigers went out and signed. Uh, Oh, who's that outfielder they just got? Um, Austin Meadows. No, a couple days before opening day. Meadows. Meadows. Okay, I just, I didn't I didn't hear you. So yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, Austin Meadows. So and he, he's like, listen, I've never told these guys not to spend what I what I said was, if you're gonna spend, make sure make sure it makes sense. He says, you know, like when he said, I didn't know anything about the Meadows thing and you know, whatever that was hundred and something million dollars, right? Or no, uh, Baez was a hundred and something. Tigers Baez spent 140. Two, yeah. Uh, Tigers, Tigers, uh, shit. I lost my train of thought. So anyways, long story short, throughout this interview, I really come away thinking, man, he is a lot like his dad and, and thinking that, uh, he, uh, he's like, listen, we, we had to recover a little bit from what my, you know, my, my dad spent like a madman. And if this, if, if the tigers, if he treated the tigers like a business, um, during his spinning spree, he said it would, it would have been bankrupt many times over and he says we're, we're going to try to to not follow that model he says but if if we're a guy away uh you know from a world championship he said i'm gonna i'm gonna spend the money a hundred times out of a hundred he might have said 10 times out of 10 but so I, I walked away with a little more hope and and I, I guess you know i know we were talking about hockey we can go back to that but uh you know obviously the illiches own own the red wings and the tigers but i think that they're at very similar spots uh, in the process. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, the Tigers two games in, 
hard, hard to say, but uh, they sure were fun to watch uh, so far. And, you know, they're getting – actually, they started, I think, about 10 minutes ago. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. I'm about to pull that up and watch see it. Could, uh, see if they can pull that series. And, you know, if they can uh, – early in the season, long way to go, too early to read anything, all, all those things. But, you know, if they can if they can take this series from the Red Sox – or the White Sox, I'm sorry, I think that's a – that's a really good sign because the White Sox were a pretty good team. Um, so, so anyways, I, I, I think that Illich, Illich is going to, uh, you know, with, with the Red Wings, it's kind of the same thing. The, both farm systems were depleted. They didn't, you know, because they traded away prospects to, to get, to get players that they thought would help them make a, 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 a run at the championship. And, and now that, you know, they've, They've kind of refilled the pantry, so to speak, and and the time to spend some money on some big name people is is not too far off for the Red Wings, and I think it's here for the Tigers. Yeah, I agree. So going, I'm glad we both agree on the Illich thing now because I mean, me and you were both on the same page that it wasn't like his dad, nothing like that. But we went through, listened to. I think it was the opening day game. They had Chris on the, the show on the yeah. Wally Sports, and he pretty much said the exact same thing you just explained, um, talking about how they went through. And this year they haven't been spending that money until this year because they wanted to get that solid youth base like like they did in 06. Right. When they got everybody in there, um, when we brought Craig Monroe and all them in. Um I mean, when you get, and I mean, that's the that's the basis of building the team, and then that's why now they're spending the money with Javi Baez, bringing in Javi, bringing in um, Austin Meadows, uh, Tucker Barnhart. Yep. I mean, when you bring in the veterans in there, and we already have Cabrera. Cabrera's obviously Cabrera. Um, yeah, eleven hits away from three thousand, by the way. So. Yep. Make it. Tigers are down one nothing. By the way. Um. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think that I think the Tigers are definitely ahead of the Red Wings in the process by quite a bit. I, I definitely think the Tigers. It's the division this year will come down. At least the Central will come down to the White Sox and Tigers, in my opinion. I mean, that's been my projection since this spring. Um, real quick, go back, look at opening day. I mean, what a game. I don't know if you, if you watched it all. I did. I watched it beginning but... and I did doze off for about 15 minutes, uh, fifth or sixth inning. But, uh, other, other than that, um, watched it, watched yeah, it, just... uh, first pitch to last pitch. Yeah, I was. Definitely same thing, but I was in my car at work because I was like, yeah. Uh, it's opening day. Sorry, guys. Goodbye. If you need me, you can call me. I'll be uh, sitting outside. Um, I mean, Javi Baez, already already paying off, really. I mean, made some hell of – made two or three hell, hell of plays out in the, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you can see the power. He's just not – there was two or three hits he's had already this year that – he thought was gone, and I mean, it sounded like they're gone. But Comerica, just being such a big ballpark, yeah, he hits like that on the road. He's gonna hit 30, 30 plus home runs like he usually does every year. 
I mean, he's yes, a he's a very good uh, contact hitter too. He 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 loves to hit for power, but he'll also go give him what we need. I mean, he right away the other day when he walked off on opening day knew that ball hit the wall. I thought he caught it. I was like, oh, cool, of course. I thought it was gone. I thought the game was over as soon as it came off his bat. I was right. like, oh, yeah, goodbye. And then he caught it, and I was like, oh, crap. And then, like, they instantly showed the replay, and I was like, I kind of seen, like, even before the ball got there in the replay, I was like. Yeah, you could tell it was high enough that he didn't get like, a glove on it. I was like, that's going to hit the wall. And I was like, holy shit, it hit the wall. We won. Yep. And Brittany, Brittany's asleep next to me. I'm so mad. I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, I can't even, like, jump rope. And, and I'm sitting there, like, trying to jump up and down, not trying to wake her up. But it was uh, definitely exciting to see. I mean, we've had it. Tigers down 2 nothing, by the way, now. Um, going off that, that's been so far this season. I mean, even in the first game, it hurt us. Our pitchers not being able to get going right away, it seems. Um, they seemed to get eight up in that first inning. I mean, yesterday, uh, Mize got eight up in the first inning. And then even – Opening day, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, he even got eight up in the first inning. Uh, and, I mean, that's just – that's as we know, that's not how good baseball is. I mean, if you're going to expect a win, you're going to have to fix that. You can't get down early. You want to keep game within at least a run, if not. But you definitely don't want to get down early and have your team – I don't know where I was going with that. My mind just went blank. I was looking at something else, too. I was looking at another stat. Still waiting for uh, the rookie, Spencer, Spencer Torkelson, to get his first hit. Yeah. Um, he's had a few where I think he, he's just missed it a few times. I'm excited to see him uh, play this year, though. Uh, yeah, me too. Definitely... You know, yesterday, um, you know, Don, I think Tigers are down two. Ninth inning had uh, – had two guys on, right? Had started off two singles, Miggy and somebody else, I think. And uh, he had a chance, and you could you could tell he was excited. He was he was swinging like he was trying to send that ball to the moon, and struck out on four pitches. Uh, but uh, going to be fun to watch, you know. When when you get a guy of, of Miggy's caliber, one agreeing to step aside, uh, and, but two talking him up the way he has, um, you know. The potential is there. there. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. But, um, and, you know, baseball, I think, is is probably the worst of all sports as far as uh, the pressure and maybe pressure is not the right word, but the expectations that are put on these young guys. But, um, you know, it's, it's not like the NBA um, where you see people fairly regularly young come in and make an impact. Um, you know, you don't see that in the NFL too often either, but, you know, especially in baseball, you know, a guy spent three, four five years, uh, you know, in the minors learning the professional craft and, and competing against everybody. So um, it's going to take some time and, and, you know, I'm sure nobody's putting more pressure on, on any, uh, on him than himself. Um, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to see him get our first hit and, and settle down and get into a groove. Yeah, I think once that happens, he'll be able to, like you said, get into a groove, relax, and hopefully get it going. 
Yes, sir. Um, trying to think uh, real quick. I think before we close it out, uh, rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I meant to text you that yesterday. It's crazy. Yeah, so more info came out today. I read an article right before I, while I was waiting for you, Miss, uh, being late. Um, uh, apparently, he was crossing an expressway. It was I-595 right? down there, and uh, apparently crossing the expressway and got hit by a dump truck. Oh, man, so... I, I hadn't read that. What I had, what I had read was that he died in a, a vehicle accident. No, uh, he was hit by. He say he was hit by a vehicle. Okay, pedestrian um, as a pedestrian. Yes. Oh, I don't man. know why. Why I don't. I don't know you why. Know, that's horrible. This this is the stuff that kind of transcends the rivals rivalries, right? And that guy just murdered us. And and you know when he was on the field for Ohio State, um, and you know usually when when guys go to to the NFL from a rival team, I can usually get behind him. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he didn't pan out the way that, you know, his talent was unreal and maybe it just didn't translate to the pro game, but, uh, always, always, uh, sad and sorry to, to see someone lose their life, uh, especially in a, a tragic situation like that. Yeah, no, like I said, I don't, I won't get into detail. I mean, I don't know who, I don't know what he was doing crossing a highway. Right. Neither do, but it doesn't matter. I mean, seeing anyone lose their life, it sucks, whether it was, uh, but especially someone like that. I mean, if I got to go, I mean, going off anybody, I mean, who's, who's a better NFL, who's a better Ohio State quarterback that's played in the NFL than him recently, though? I mean, at least he's right. played. He started for Washington for what two years? Was cut. Yep. Now playing for the Steelers. That's what he was doing down there. He was down. He was down working with some uh, fellow Steelers players, working out on routes and things like that. Um. So. Oh wow! Rest in peace. Yes, sir. I uh, just want to put that out there real quick before we finish the the show. Um. You got anything else? Nope, uh, guys. We're gonna we're gonna try to uh, switch days up here so we can get on a little bit more of a regular schedule. So look for us on Sundays. Um, you know, we'll, we'll aim to shoot the podcast noon one o'clock, and then uh, only if yeah, someone shows up on time. Uh, sh- shortly after. So yeah, uh, once we get into routine, um, which I, I think will help both of us, because the other day you totally forgot about it. So. Um, I was so did you. So did the shut up. I have. Ah, 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 No, I got text message proof of this. I'll All right, guys. Until uh, next time, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next Sunday. Yeah, as blue. always, go blue, go Tigers, and have a good one. <laughs>